Wow. You can't fix it. Your husband can't fix it. Your kids can't make it go away. Your friends can't take you out to dinner and make it all better. Like only God can fix this. Welcome to the Mom Vision Podcast. Let's talk about how you can savor and not just survive motherhood. How would you like to be less frazzled, more calm, scream less, respond more, and exchange autopilot living for more joy? Sound good? As we journey together, you'll explore how to know, love, and accept yourself today to clear the path towards your dreams, hopes, and visions for tomorrow. But we're not just going to chat. We're going to take action. Through conversations, power sheets, and visual tools like vision boards, we're taking simple steps to go from where you are on this journey to where you want to be. I'm your host, Elise Daly-Parker, a certified life coach, writer and speaker, mom of four, and spouse for 37 years. Through this podcast, I'll share hands-on tools, practices, and resources, along with lots of encouragement to empower you to savor, not just survive, this busy season of life with clarity, confidence, and calm. Thanks for joining me. I'm so delighted you're here. So hello there, Mama. How are you doing? I just wanted to check in with you today with a bunch of my friends. Together, we have written a book called Unshakable Peace in an Unsteady World, and we're going to talk about that. Um, I have to say, I when I think about momming and the mom life, The first word that comes to mind is definitely not peace. I personally found maybe chaos to be a better word in describing momming. And I was a little bit um, surprised at that. Um, But, you know, it's okay. I, I just think it's a fact of life with children and with family life. And so anyway, I wanted to um, tell you a little bit about us. We're four women who came together um, several months ago, a little over a year ago. We were put together by a group called Called Creatives. And we really had nothing to do with one another except for the fact that we are writers. And as we've gotten to know each other, we of course have come to see that we have a lot in common but we are from four different parts of the country. We have different family makeups. Um, you know, we're at different ages, different stages of our lives. And that has, um, rather than divided us, it's made it a really dynamic group that we've really enjoyed. And we have given a lot to one another. We were put together by this group and we found ourselves talking about what could we bring into this world in this crazy time of COVID in particular, what did people need? What did moms need? What did women need? And we really uh, determined that peace was what we were all sort of searching for and hoping for. And so as we had that discussion, we kind of talked about, let's each share a story, maybe put it together in some kind of PDF. One thing led to the next. Um, Jody had already published with a company called Milk and Honey. And here we are, we are about to release or have already released by the time you listen to this, our book into the world. We are really excited about it. We believe it is a very rich resource for peace. Um, In it, you're going to find, oh darn, does anybody have their book that they could hold up? Of course, I. there it is. There's our beautiful book. Thanks, I wish I I I had mine. (laughs) I should be able to take a picture of that. So that's our beautiful book. And in that book, you are gonna find stories, reflective questions, prayers, um, journal space, and even some coloring pages. So we're gonna take you on our journey to peace through those stories. And we're really excited for you to join us. Tonight, we're gonna talk in general about what has taken peace from us and how we have figured out how to get some peace back. So again, we're happy you're here with us. We're happy to be together. And um, we're gonna try to share with you some nuggets from our lives that have the ways that we have found peace. And so now I wanna introduce you to each one of us here. Sure, so I'm Jess Carey. I live in Phoenix uh, with my husband of 16 years and two 
teenagers or almost teenagers. I have a 14-year-old daughter and a 12-year-old son. Uh, we are actually, we're now a family of five. My mother-in-law, who's 73, just moved in with us. So we have some additional um, family members to care for, and that's a, a new season of life. So that's exciting. But the message that I feel like God often presses into my spirit is actually to encourage moms to um, recognize or realize that their dreams and hopes are not put on hold uh, in lieu of their children's. Mm. And so you you do a side-by-side sort of thing. I'm all about courage. I'm all about um, taking leaps of faith. Uh, I'm about a sacrificial life for your kids, for sure, but not at the expense of God's plans and purposes for your life. So that's one of the things I'm very passionate about with moms. Love that. Love it. Okay, Michelle, how about you? I'm Michelle Wilbert, and I live in California with my husband, and I have one son who's 12. I'm a former uh, foster parent, and um, one of the things that I'm uh, truly passionate about is um, seeing that moms uh, use their giftings exactly where they are. I think sometimes us as moms think we have to do a little bit of this, be the best room mom, be the best you know, sports mom. And so just, um, I think that causes some, uh, a lot of, you know, stress in our homes. Um, but as we use our giftings, um, and find comfort in that, we will have more peaceful homes. Cause I, I, I know, uh, for myself that when I am not peaceful or things aren't going the way I had planned, that that certainly sets the tone for the rest of the house. Is the truth. I, I, yeah, that expression, um, when, when mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. It's a heavy burden, but it's the truth. So whether we like it or not, it's true. That's awesome. Thank you, Michelle. And how about you, Jody? Hi, I'm Jody Kanazowitz. I live in Mason, Ohio with my husband, Matt, of going on 21 years now. Um, we have four kids. Our oldest um, is in her first year of college at the University of Tennessee. And we go down the line with our son, who's a junior in high school, another daughter who's a freshman, and then another daughter who's in seventh grade. Um, I am a school teacher. I did special education for 21 years. And I now teach at one of our elementaries as a reading specialist. So I work with all grade levels, K to four. Um, I'm a certified yoga teacher as well. Um, I really have a big passion for Christian inspired yoga. And I developed like many people, or I guess I discovered um, a love for reading and writing when the world shut down and we had lots of time at home. And that's what prompted me to join Call Creatives and meet this lovely group of ladies. Um, and for me, definitely my message um, if you follow me or if you've read any, had an opportunity to read anything that I've written, um, it's definitely um, that importance of moms keeping their mental health at the front of their mind. Um, much like what Jess and Michelle shared, just wow. that sacrificing for your kids, which, which I believe wholeheartedly in that as well, but that white knuckling of controlling and managing and the perfect schedule and the, the perfect birthday party and the, you know, I'm at the guilt of being a working mom and not being able to do as much as I had hoped to do for the kids um, when they were growing up in their school. So just carrying all of that and therefore controlling things that I could control, which really were all those small petty things um, that, that built up to a lot of stress and anxiety. Um, and I went through a pretty difficult season of anxiety and depression. So for me, absolutely. My message is to, um, God first, then family and those two things and everything else will fall into place. And if things aren't in place, that's okay. Yeah. Life will, life will go on for sure. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes. And um, as the oldest member of our little group here, <laughs> I can tell you, um, you know, the hindsight is 2020 thing. Um, so I'll just say I'm Elise Daly Parker. Um, I've been married for 37 years to a wonderful man, Chris Parker. And I have four children. Um, Lauren is 44, married with two of our grandbabies. 
And then there's Farrell, who's 33, Katie is 32, and she's turned 32, and um, Amelia is 27. So grown, grown and flown. They're all over the place. Um, but I would, I was that mom who, um, well, first of all, I thought it was a lot simpler than it was to raise people. <laughs> um, I wasn't as good as it, as I thought I was going to be. I, I think I partially, it was partially a thing about, you know, my mother hadn't done it so well. So I was really going to reparent in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried to do it all. And I, and I, of course failed because we all know you can't do it all and um was 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 the yes the yes mom and mm-hmm. so out of that um that's what my ministries come out of mom vision i'm also a mops mentor mom but mom vision is really about savoring and not just surviving motherhood because i think when you do get too busy and when you try to work in things that are not your gifting um you end up scurrying and trying to make it from one end of the day to the next and that is no way to live so um it just in hearing you all express your hearts it's kind of like this is why we're together this is why god has put us together because we have mm-hmm. a similar heart yeah. even though we're at different stages so I'm, I'm really really thankful for that so um again we, we've written this book unshakable peace in an unsteady world um definitely because we've <laughs> had mm-hmm. our shaken yes and today i want to start by talking about what what would you say are some of the things which we've kind of touched on a little bit already in in sharing who we are but what are some of the things or what is a thing that you would say has really shaken your peace um you know in in a few years past or around this time um i i would say for me um again just that never feeling completely at peace if I was at school working, mm-hmm. I was constantly thinking like, oh, I wish I was at the kids' school volunteering for the holiday party. Or yeah. when I was at home with my children in the evening, trying to be very present with them and for them and shutting off my work day and my school day. Um, yeah. I had a, a very difficult time. Um, I would bring home the baggage of my students. I had a lot of very needy students, some difficult home lives, and I I couldn't shut off those emotions. I was kind of like their mom during the seven hours that yes. they were with me. Yes. So I felt like I was constantly in another place. When I was at work, my mind was at home. And when I was at home, my mind was at work. Um, so being able to try to find that balance and set those boundaries was very difficult because like you said, Elise, I wanted to be the yes person. Um, mm. And I was, and I, I took on too much. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I, I guess I always knew I had this like sense of um, heightened anxiety or worry or that hustle and hurry, just get it done, check, check, check everything off the list. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that about myself, but I just chalked it up to, oh, that's my personality, type A, yeah. mm-hmm. driven, going to get it mm-hmm. done, put the you know nose to the grindstone, power through. Yeah. Um, and it, it took a real awakening, um, a real like kind of spiritual, like knock on my heart and, and on my physical body. Um, cause I think God was knocking for a long time, trying to get my attention to, to connect with him more and to find peace in him and to, to surrender, um, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And I was just white knuckling everything, um, yeah. controlling and manipulating, um, and so he he physically kind of had to bring me to to a stop um and that's what kind of went into my season of dealing with the anxiety and the depression yeah that's that's intense and um i do think a lot of maybe everybody hasn't had your experience but that experience of i certainly had when i was working i felt like i should be with my children when i was with my children i had more work to do so there was Mm -hmm. a real sense of not being in the moment and that i just don't think that's good for our brains it's just you're and you know i just recently did a a podcast on mom guilt this is part of mom guilt like yeah never feeling like you're where you're supposed to be or you're good enough or you're doing you've made the right choice so Oh, yeah, that, that constant yeah. questioning. Yes, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. And we we think we're multitasking, but we're we're not. Right. <laughs> we're right. really not. Like I used to think I'm the queen of multitasking, and it's yes. like, 
No, I mean, everything was just kind of like a blur, you know, so Jody, you're just blowing it all up right now. Like everything is just yeah. exploding right now. Everybody's like, what? <laughs> I multitask. You're like, yes. This is a you, good, this is a you good do. thing. <laughs> we do. I think we do. The brain I mean, like scientifically cannot do that. That's, that's right. right. That's, that's, right. Right. That's, that's sort of new news. I mean, I've read mm-hmm. some of those reports mm-hmm. that are saying, we think we're multitasking, but we're not. And honestly, I'm not even kidding. That is another episode. We we have to go into that in more detail because yeah. there are badges of honor that have to do with multitasking and mm-hmm. doing a million things. Mm, and yeah. um, we hopefully, as experienced moms, can help some of mm. the younger moms know that it's not, it's it's too high a cost. It's too yep. high a yeah. cost. We can all bring our medals of multitasking and we'll burn them like a yeah. ceremonial thing. We'll just burn them on behalf of all the other moms. Yes. Yes. That's what they're worth. <laughs> that's just what not, they're worth. Yes. It's not a club you want to be a part of. No, like, exactly. no, no. You, you think you do, but turns yeah. out you don't. Turns out. Yeah. You don't. Who else would that, like to hear? What else? What else steals your piece? Um, that's a big one. So. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of things. I, I've had lots of different seasons that had a, a different mark on it that threatened my piece. Um, but I'll, I'll talk about one that's actually not in the book. Um, so you can come back and you'll have to read the ones that are in the book, a season of, uh, of lack in our marriage, in our life where legitimately Alex and I were struggling to pay rent, uh, didn't know where necessarily our next meal was going to come from in the sense of, we just, we didn't get paid for a very, very long time. And with two young kids and a mortgage or not a mortgage at the time we were just renting, but it's like rent and roof over your head and, you know, gas in the car and all the things, uh, you know, it really hijacks your sense of security, which Mm -hmm. I think sometimes peace and security are like interchangeable in our minds, but they're not the same thing. Yeah. And, and so I think that for me, that season of lack of uncertainty about our finances really, you know, shook me big time. And, and what I learned from it and here's, you know, God's word is always true. Always true. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, his word never returns void. And so he says to us as his kids, like your needs will be provided for. He's like, don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear. Don't I supply the birds of the field? You know, it's in Matthew, I think Matthew six, but don't quote me on that. But at any rate, like I clung to that scripture. I was like, okay. I'm like, I see the birds. The birds are okay. (laughs) We're going to be okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I was like, I don't know how, but they are, you know, and, and every day it was like, things like this would happen. Alex and I would be invited out to dinner to, with a business partner, right? Like, so these are like critical, like we had to go because we actually needed these people to like, you know, buy something. (laughs) And, um, we go out to dinner and, um, or be invited out to dinner by them, you know, as just friends or whatever. And we'd be sitting there and, you know, we'd look at the menu and Alex and I were like, you want to split this or that, you know, we're just, Mm -hmm. it's that kind of like always stirring up your sense of insecurity. And, but we would just go through the meal. And then at the end of the meal, the, the other, couple or business would buy dinner for us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it was just these little moments where God was like, I'm faithful. Uh-huh. You, you are being faithful to what I've asked you to do. So I will provide always. Yeah, that's beautiful. So, um, I was thinking back to um, a time when um, our family experienced um, a lack of peace, but God really showed us how our dependency on him was really needed. I think I mentioned in the introduction that we were uh, foster parents. Yes. I there's never a time in your life where you uh, don't have control in your life. It's when you're fostering. I mean, you've got social workers, you've got county people, there's caseworkers that have the ability to come into your home at any time. I mean, they control what temperature your water is at, how you store medicine, you know, you've got no visitors taking kids to. Wow. So it's, it's really a time where, for somebody like me who likes a calendar, who thinks, you know, has this false sense of control by putting everything on a calendar. It's, it's a time in your life when you really have no control. Yeah. You don't have control of a child who's hurting. You don't have control of any of the systems. You don't have control of your day. 
And, and so it can feel like your house is just full of chaos and you feel like you're not peaceful, but it was just really a time in our lives when God showed me, Hey, you have to depend on me in everything mm-hmm. in all times, not just during this particular season, yeah. you know, for that sense of peace. Yeah. Um, it wasn't yeah. necessarily going to be something that, you know, everything was going to be calm and perfectly fitting on a calendar but the Lord really used that time to, for us to, to depend on him in all things. Yeah. That's incredible. I did not know that about you, Michelle. Look at that. I know. I know. I don't like, either. We're learning a lot about this? each other as we sit here because <laughs> we, as we started, we don't really know each other. <laughs> we've never been in the same room. I mean, we've, ne- we've never been in the same room other than a virtual room. So it's, yeah, yeah that's really interesting. And Mm-hmm. I cannot even imagine that level of invasiveness mm-hmm. where anybody can make decisions like that for you or determine what's right or what's wrong in your own home. That's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. That yeah. would be hard to deal with. And I was thinking, um, there are. I, I'm going to admit there's a lot of things that can steal my peace. Um, I think too. I have a. I have some internal anxiety, and so if there's kind of a mess around me, if you saw this table right now the way my husband left it I'm, I'm okay with it but that combined with children who were you know that was a very hard thing for me but one of the things i feel has continued uh to threaten my peace just in general it, without telling my some of my specific stories like i think i was thinking back to even when my kids were little if they got sick i could really get terrified like a fever would kind of freak me out or you know a lot of vomiting or whatever it's kind of what we're talking about it was that it's that lack of control there there was nothing i could do in some of those cases and how that's translated into adulthood is um i can't my children make decisions now as adults that i have absolutely no control over and should have no control over i mean they're as i've told you they're all adults and yet I can get so worried about my kids. I can go over the thoughts that I'm afraid of for them. And what it boils down to is uh, what I feel the Lord has always said to me is you, you just have to trust me, which I think we've all said in our own ways and in different circumstances. And it's just kind of how does the Lord test that trust? For me, it's, um, you know, I mean, I can, my kids don't live here. They live in, the, two of them live in the city. Another one lives in Virginia. Another one lives in another city. They're, they're all over the place. I have no, no real control over them. No connection to them that means I can see what they're doing and where they are and who they're with and all that kind of stuff. So it's been a, a ongoing letting go and really getting that God sees them but he's not just my god (laughs) who sees me or sees us when we're in a household together you know i mean it sounds kind of funny but it's like we we i i i forget this is a god who adores my children they are his children and so he is watching out for them without me (laughs) he can do it without me and again cares as much for them as i do if not more and so that for me, I have to be reminded of it from time to time, but that for me is uh, where I can get, I can lose my peace if I start to think about, you know, where are they? What are they doing? Is so-and-so walking home right now? Are they, you know, and, and a lot of times I have to not think about it um, because there's no point. Um, but the bottom line is God sees them, knows them, loves them. And that really helps me. And I feel like in some ways we've answered the second question that I was going to have for tonight, but we're going to do it anyway, which is what do we do? Um, But maybe we can get a little bit more specific. What do we do when we get to that point where we are feeling my peace is slipping away? I am um, starting to get anxious or nervous or starting to get uh, snippy, you know, all those different things that we get when we're losing our peace. So I'd love to hear that. What do you do? For me, um, and and I will still find myself slipping into this. I I was able to realize that I didn't have that true, everlasting, 
like deep in the belly sense of peace in my heart and mind um, because I was, I had become complacent in, in my faith life, in my prayer life, in my time in his word, wow. working for time, a mom of four kids. Yes. We still went to church every week. Yes. We said our bedtime prayers. Yes. We prayed for family members and said prayer for dinner and vacation Bible school and, wow. and all of the things. Yeah. But it's like, I was busy doing all the things and I wasn't really sinking in myself, yeah. especially with reading his word. It yeah. was like a, a quick prayer. I'm exhausted. Good night. Um, so, so for me, um, when I, when I went through, um, my struggle, it's been about five years ago, um, now. And I always say like, I, I wouldn't necessarily choose to do it again, nor would I wish it on anyone. Yeah. But I'm so grateful he carried me through that fire yes. because I would not be where I am today yeah. had he not like, like taken me literally and shook me awake and said, you know, Jody, like I am what you need. Yeah. Um, can I ask you, sorry, Elise, can I ask you a question? Um, in the, so talk to yourself right before the moment that God was like, okay, girl, you're not listening to all the knocking. I'm coming through the door, right? Like, and you're going to park it with me for a minute. Um, like the, the revelation moments that we all get from mm-hmm, the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. what would you say to the mom? Who's, who's one knock prior to that moment? How, how would you help her mm-hmm. be motivated to that sinking deep kind of relationship. Yeah, that's, that's good. Cause when you're there, it's so hard. You feel like nothing, yeah. nothing can fix it. And, and I think that's what I'd say. Wow. You can't fix it. Your husband can't fix it. Your kids can't make it go away. Your friends can't take you out to dinner and make it all better. Yeah. Like only God can fix this. And it's not even that it needs fixing. It's just, there's some brokenness there mm-hmm. that only he can heal. Yeah. And until wow. his light comes in, no, you can bandaid it all yeah. you, you want, but until he becomes the, the, the main person that you turn to, that you surrender to, that you dig in his word, even sometimes when it doesn't make sense, I'm like, what are you trying to tell me, God? <laughs> um, eventually it does. Like yeah. you, you learn his voice and you hear his voice. And um, I mean, th- that would, that would be it. Like, like, could I t- talk to myself like five years prior to all of that happening? It would have been, you know, Jody, make time for God beyond mm. just church like yeah. that personal deep connection. And, and and that's hard. I get it. Cause mm-hmm. you're a mom, you're busy. you got kids. Like it, yeah. it's exhausting. So now, I mean, it's easy for me to get up in the morning and have an hour of quiet time. Cause my kids are older yeah. and I, you know, it, it, it's a different season of life. Um, but I think there's always a, a way that you can work it in there somehow and reprioritizing all those other things that I was mm-hmm. kind of managing and scheduling. One of those should have gone. Yeah. So that I could have made time for him yeah. so that I really yeah. would have been experiencing the other things in a more peace-filled way. Yeah. I tell you what, Jody, I want to read the book that you write entitled The Brutality of Busy right there. <laughs> yeah. I want to read that, that oh, blog post, gosh. whatever it is. Jody, yeah. one of the things I want to, um, what I'm observing and what you, knowing some of your routine and stuff is you know, we talk about our anchor verse in this, in these, in the book that we wrote and your anchor is the Lord. And so that's it. Like he has made that yeah. so plain to you. And it's almost, it's not, there's Jody and there's God. It's there's Jody and there's God. Like there's a oneness in what you're mm-hmm. saying because of the reliance and also because of dedication I think to being with the Lord in that way, that it's just think about your mm-hmm. houses who you're with all the time. Like right. how to you change your relationship if you weren't, if you weren't seeing your spouse very often. Exactly. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really, that's awesome. Love it. Yeah. It, it's 
was, it was life changing. It was, yeah. it's been life giving. Like I said, I, um, I'm, I'm glad that he broke me in that way. And, and I know that you love it so much. Like that's very clear, you know, <laughs> like it's like, ah, yeah. uh, it's not like I have to, it's I get to. Yeah. Right. And I think it's because, you know, I remember everybody telling me, so for you moms out there, if anybody is feeling this way, I mean, it'll get better, Jody. it gets better. And I'm thinking there's no way, mm. there's no way this is going to get better. Yeah. And mm. it does. Yeah. It does. If, if you make your relationship with Christ, the, the number one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so good. Yeah. I love that. Um, got something, Jess? Well, I was just going to say, like, on the back end of that, um, you know, I think in our modern, like, day and age, we we want the checklist. We want the quick soundbite. Okay, oh, yeah. how do I get my kid to listen to me? How do I get them to clean up their room? You know, like, the, the laundry list of solutions that we're looking for. Um and if I'm going to give you a laundry list of solutions, it's going to be the Christian disciplines, but they take time yeah, and they aren't fast and they do their work over a season and a journey yeah. and an entire thing. But it's like prayer, meditation, fasting, silence and solitude, mm-hmm. worship. Yeah. You know, these are the, the weapons of our warfare. This is actually how we stay in peace is actually practicing these disciplines yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, and it isn't a, Oh, I ticked the box today. I prayed right. for my 35 seconds before I fell asleep, <laughs> you know, right. it or, is. or I fell asleep and then I woke up and said my quick prayer. <laughs> there you go. That's it. I'm really hey. an exhausted mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I got a, this is not a cure for insomnia. It's just merely a joke about it, but um, apologies to all of those mamas who actually are suffering with it. I know yeah. quite a few, yeah. but I, I struggled with a little, a mini season of um, what I'll call midnight wake-ups mm. where I slept soundly, but then it was like two in the morning, I'd get up and I would be awake for hours and I couldn't, yeah. I, I couldn't shake it. I was like, Awful. why am I not sleeping? You know? And um, I had a pastor friend of mine tell me this, so I can't claim this credit as my own thought, but he said to me, you know, when I get woken up in the middle of the night, I just start praying for all those people that I don't know Jesus. And he goes, man, I sleep great now. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was quite funny. And and I actually, I started doing that. I started doing that. I was like, you know, when I wake up in the middle of the night, if someone's like pressed on my heart, like I'm like, I think about my sister or I think about her kids or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to say? How, how, let's talk about it. Let's have yeah. a conversation about how they're doing. And should I call them in the morning and tell them that I'm thinking about them or praying for them or whatever. And, um, you know, it only takes a few, I'll what say this. Think? It only takes a few of those nights and you'll know exactly why you've been woken up. Yeah. Wow. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's great. I, I'm glad that he doesn't use that method. (laughs) When I went through like, you know, menopause and stuff and everybody was talking about their midnight wake ups and four o'clock. I was just like, you know, Lord, I know you love me and you do not (laughs) want me to die an early death because that will. But I do, I do have to say, even today when I was at the um, physical therapist, I was, you know, the first part of it is like resting with a heating pad. And um, I was just like, okay, I was kind of sitting there and I thought, oh, I could get my phone, you know, some listen to something. Um, but I, I kind of thought my therapist would probably not be happy about that because he's very, you know, hands-on, not big techno guy, which is ridiculous. But anyway, that's another point. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I was lying there and I was just like, use this opportunity to pray. And I'm reminded mm-hmm. by what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure we all know this is true, but it's just a good reminder. He neither sleeps nor slumber. Like he's not asleep at any time. So mm-hmm. he is always available, always mm-hmm. ready to hear our prayers. And I think that's a good time of use um, to use your, your prayer time whenever yeah. you're there going, okay, okay. What am I doing? Now? <laughs> yeah. It's and so moms cool. that are chauffeuring, like if you're like me, you're, you're in the car a lot. Like yeah. you're just like sports here doing that, you know, yeah. you're just in the car a ton. Yeah. yeah and my poor kids, well, I don't care. You guys know me actually really well at this point. And they're just like, Oh, mom is on a roll again. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a funny conversation with my son this morning about prayer. Cause I, so I asked my kids this question. 
I said, do you think God hears you? And, um, yeah, exactly. Do you think God hears your prayers? And, and both of them, I mean, my daughter was a little bit more confident. She's like, yeah, I think God hears me. You know, my son was kind of like, you know, (laughs) maybe. And I said, do you think God hears my prayers? I asked him that. Mm. And, and he was like, oh yeah. Interesting. God hears my mom for sure. Interesting. You know? But I, I, we had a dialogue about it. I said, Truman, I said, well, why do you think God hears my prayers? He's like, he just does. Cause, cause he tells you stuff. And I said, yeah, I said, here's the deal Truman. And I, I did this little illustration, but I just said, if you're running out the door and you're like, bye mom, see ya, I got baseball Ooh, and you walk out and example, you know, and you, I don't say anything. Did I hear you? He goes, so yeah. I said, now what if you fly out the door? Hey mom, I got baseball. And I say, okay, bye Truman. Love you. Did I hear you? He said, yeah. 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 And I said, you got to wait to hear from God. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. You yeah. got to give him a little room. So yeah. And you know, it's like that. The reason, you know, that I hear from God and God hears me is because I wait to hear. <laughs> I'm sitting there going like, are you, um, yeah, I didn't get a sign. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you're there? Yeah, uh, that's a, but but it's a good question, and it's a way for your children to lean into mm-hmm. um, the truth. And also, yeah. there is never a bad time to model prayer to our children. So yeah, whatever you know, he'll get it. It'll yeah. it'll get in there. I'm a big prayer too, and um, I I I find it interesting how people ask me for prayer because I'm kind of like. Okay, I'm not any closer to God than you are, actually. Yeah. So you can do that. But it just, for whatever reason, some people look at it that way. Their faith isn't as deep as I know it will be. But it's just kind of like, will you pray for me? And people don't necessarily feel that they have that power. But it has to do mm. with relationship. But that doesn't mean God hears them us yeah. better than them. Yeah. 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 Michelle, I'd love to hear from you. I grew up with a mom who, like you guys were talking about, probably like Jess, who prayed for everything. She lost her keys. She was praying. She, oh my gosh, I love her. <laughs> she was praying. Yes. So we kind of grew up great. like that. So I've tried to model that because I, I saw how significant that was in my mom's life and how it impacted me. Um, but over the last year with everything going on, I noticed that once the day got going, I didn't find myself talking as regularly as I used to, to the Lord. And I don't know if it had to do with interruption of schedule with COVID. So I did something, you're going to laugh. I put a little reminder, an alert at the time of day that I knew that I was trying to do things in my own strength and my own power, you know, when it was trying to get Briggs out the door for, you know, sports, or was it homework at the time in my day when I was like, I've got this back to hearing that I need the calendar and my sense of control, but it was my way of like that pop-up on my phone that said, take some time and pray. And it just kind of, you know, recentered me said, okay, Lord, I'm still depending on you. I need you. Holy spirit guide me. And so it's just been a really silly thing to put on your phone, but practical. Yes. And that's game changing. I think it's great. And if when we think about our to-do lists and our plan for the day, like, why wouldn't he be on right. it? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. But, you know, we, do, we do think. I love it. that, Michelle. Yeah. I, think I think that's, that's great. A great, a great, a great idea. A great, a great mm-hmm. nugget, which you guys are all beating me to the punch here with the nuggets. Um, <laughs> but we'll circle back. Yeah. For me, um, I, I remember it used to be literally, you know, Jody, you said something this, today on, um, on Instagram and I wrote back to you about my little story in the backyard where I felt like I had been away yes. from the Lord because it was mm-hmm. summer and mm-hmm. my kids were all around and I just didn't have the deep time with God that I was used to having when they were all at school and God was just so clear to me and so beautiful and so real. I, I literally felt like he was sitting in my backyard with me going, I've just been sitting here waiting for you. I'm not mad at you. I'm just here ready let's go and it was just such such a wonderful wonderful feeling yeah so for me uh, and and i have to say honestly and even discussing this um there have been times when i've been closer to the lord and you know when i was the state coordinator for moms in prayer for example for five years i was so reliant on god because 
I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know the word the way a lot of the people knew, you know, a lot of the organization knew the word. It was, it was newer to me because I was raised Catholic and I still am Catholic actually. And, um, but it's just not something that we, we didn't have Bible study. We didn't have uh, Sunday school. We had CCD, which, you know, anyway, also another discussion, but um, I just was so reliant on God. Mm. Um, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I also was the last thing I would have ever called myself back then as a leader. And yet I was called into leadership very clearly. So it was just like, wow. I, I don't know what I'm doing and you do God. So every single day and every moment in this ministry, it is, it's all whatever you do through me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I still miss that because it was so rich. And that's why I, I'm always kind of like, could we have a God adventure, Lord? And I feel like this book, <laughs> this, this book has been a God adventure when he just, yeah. t- he just takes over and yeah. he does his thing and he makes something out of, you know, you're just kind of going along going, okay, 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 okay. And then all of a sudden there's, there's something that is, you know, the, the sum is greater than the parts. And that's yeah. I feel like what yeah. he's, he's done with this. Amen. But when I lose my peace, um, I, I do pray like all the time. But if I'm really losing my peace, well, no, I think one of the biggest things is I cry out. <laughs> and God is so good that he hears our cries and he will do something neon sign, what I call neon signish. Mm-hmm. And that's either going to be somebody says something to me. It's repeated in a couple of different ways. It shows up in my devos. It shows up yeah. on, you know, the song I yeah. tune into. It's just like, boom, boom, boom. I am here. I heard you. You're crying out to me. And here's my confirmation that I'm here I, and, I'm, and I'm answering you and I haven't left the room. So that's mm. one of the things that I am really grateful for, that when I reach the end of myself, that place where we're no longer in control and I've got my worries and I just say, Lord, I really, please, please show up. And he does. Mm. And um, I believe that's true for all of us if we're paying attention. Absolutely. And I think that's the key. And it kind of goes back to what we've all been saying about, about being present and being aware of the conversation that you coincidentally had with the neighbor down the street, you right. know, or the, the Devo that happens yeah. to be the Devo that you open up to, or when you open your like, Bible, the verse that you're there, yeah. you, you know, or just, yeah, just slowing down and being aware of all of those things. Yes. Um, I think sometimes like what I've shared with people, they're like, well, what do you, what do you mean? Like you hear from God? Like, and I'm yeah, like yeah. I, I personally have never heard like the voice of God. I know people have, and that they mm-hmm. do. That has not mm-hmm. been my experience. Yeah but I hear from him through like everyday life, yes. whether it be conversations or something that I've experienced or I've seen or, or read or I've heard. It, it, we just have to slow down enough to, to be aware because he's all around us yeah. all the time. And willing, I think really willing to be present to us if, if we will we'll take note. And if we don't dismiss mm-hmm. things, Mm-hmm. relationships, conversations, whatever it is, if we yeah. trust that that actually is uh, the Lord making his way to us. I think that's um, a really good, I'm thinking about somebody has a ministry. She's on Instagram. I think it's a woman named Lori Margo. And she, um, she actually has a, her ministry is called tracking God. And she actually mm. has a course where she mm. teaches people how to track God. And I'm, I haven't, I haven't taken the course yet, but I just think it would be fascinating because wow. it would be like a re-upping of something that, mm-hmm. um, that I just believe. We used to say in, in Moms in Prayer, there is no such thing as a coincidence, only a God incidence. And um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're talking about. Okay. So we're going to just a final nugget, which you can use what you've already shared and just put, tie it up in a little bow of a sentence, um, <laughs> if you could, if you can figure that out, for for moms um, in particular who are listening to this podcast regarding peace. What's a what's a nugget that you can share with us? I think I would tell the moms that were listening um, to use your gifts and don't try to use someone else's gifts. Right where you are, if you're at at home yeah. with little ones, don't be wishing that time away and 
try to be in that next season. Enjoy the season that you're in. Use the gifts right where you are, whether it's in your home, in your church. Um, if you're a working mom, um, whatever season that you're in, use the gifts that you have and not try to um, use someone else's gifts. Mm. Good one. Love it. Yes. Be you. You be you. I would say sorrow lasts for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So, you know, sometimes you are going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to feel like you're drowning. Mm-hmm. That feeling, that emotion mm-hmm. um, may be there for the evening, may be there for that moment, yeah. but joy comes with the dawn. And so some of the things that mm-hmm. I would do to usher in that um, is laugh on purpose. Now, I know that that sounds like you're contriving something, <laughs> But, but let me just say this, if you start fake laughing for long enough, you'll actually start really laughing, Absolutely, especially if you have kids. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when you want to cry and you've had a bad mom day, like maybe you've just lost it. You just lost it on your kids. You, you messed up, you made a big mistake. It's like, just get your kids around you and just start laughing. Mm-hmm. And just see what happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah. giggle I on the floor. So yeah, reclaim that joy. You can do it. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. That's Fake it. it. <laughs> Fake that. it till you make it. And then it'll come to you. It'll just bubble out of you. You don't true. even know. It's true. <laughs> How about you, Jody? I think just be real. Um, I think like we've we kind of have said over and over in this conversation and in not so many words is we tend to suppress and stuff down the anger, the frustration, the chaos, the mess, and everything's good and I'm fine. I'm great. I'll do it. Sure. No problem. Mm-hmm. And it really, it certainly doesn't serve us to stuff all of those feelings away because eventually they're going to come to a head and explode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it, it, it does, if you have children or, or, or family or coworkers, or you spend time with me, whoever you're spending time with, like show them the real you, mm-hmm. um, because everybody learns from that. Everybody gains from, you know, it, it didn't do any of my coworkers or my closest friends any good to think, oh, Jody had it all together. She yeah. just does everything mm-hmm. and she's just so great at this and so great at that. And she never needs any help. She's super mom. It, that does, doesn't do anybody any good. Yeah, And it was almost as as hard as it was for me to to share my story and some of the the specifics of it. It was like, um, like a release, almost like a freedom. And I think for, for some of my closest friends too, like, Oh my God, like you're not perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Um, And and, and I think for our kids to see that too, like moms and dads and grandmas have bad days too. Yeah. And get angry and get frustrated and are nervous and are embarrassed. We're not these like superpower, you know, superhumans that like just, oh, everything's great. I, I never feel this way. I think letting yeah. our kids see those feelings too. It helps them know that it's okay for them to have those feelings. Yeah. And that it it will get better. It does get better, or you'll get through it. Yeah. Um so yeah, just be real. I think feel the feelings, feel the feelings, express the feelings. Um, I think that again is one of those things that we run around, uh, thinking that we have to look a certain way. Again, for me, it was, I had this belief that this was what it was going to look like. So I was trying to make it look like that. And Mm -hmm. inside I was feeling completely overwhelmed. And as, as we've talked about doing so many different things um, and feeling like a failure at all of them, instead of like I was doing well with all of them. So it's a journey. Um, My little nugget is such a simple one, but um, it really helps me when I am just kind of um, in addition to the crying out that I already talked about music really helps me putting on some good Jesus music. Um, my favorite is Lauren Daigle, Look Up, mm. uh, which I do mention in the book. Just kind of music, when I listen to music, I get immersed. And mm-hmm. I remember, like I hear the words and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that's who God is. Like, Or something like um, Corey Asbury, I think his name is, The Reckless Love of God. Mm, yeah. Do you guys know that yeah. song? Yeah, it's beautiful. Like, it's just so, it's about God's crazy love for us. Or another one is Carrie Job's um, Blessings. 
Mm. Oh, it's just like, okay, okay. May his blessings be upon me. So that that's mine. I, I need, that's I need, music. I need to kind of be covered up with the Lord. I want to see Elise in worship one day. I just want to see it. It'll be like David, you know, like just ashamed before the Lord. (laughs) I I do. I do really. I love worship. We actually, I mean, so many things have been canceled. We actually had a bunch of us had tickets to Lauren Daigle, for example. And I think we still have tickets in June with Chris Tomlin in the area. Oh, he's great. Yes. And I've seen him before. So I know he's Mm. an amazing entertainer, but also connected and all that stuff. All right. So that's it. I want us each to say our name and where we can find, where people can find you that will be in our show notes as well. And then I'm going to close this up with a quick prayer and we are done with this conversation, but I will be coming back on with each one of these women to share one of their devotionals. And we really um, believe that this book is going to bless you. So we're hoping you will order it right now. You can get it at Barnes and Noble. Please, God, by the time you listen in, we will be on Amazon as well. Please, God, say a prayer for us. Okay, so where can we find you, Jess? Um, You can find me on my website, which is jessicacarry.co. You can also find me on Instagram, Jess underscore Carrie, A-Z, and Facebook. So there I am. There you go, Michelle. You can find me at Michelle L. Wilbert on Instagram, where I mostly hang out. And you can soon find me at michellelwilbert.com. Yay. Okay, Jody. I'm um, hi, mostly on Instagram at Jay Kanazowitz. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, Jody Kanazowitz. And maybe one of these days I'll do a website. <laughs> you will, you will. And you can find me at elisedailyparker.com where you can also find the Mom Vision podcast. And I'm at elisedailyparker.com. I mean at Elise Daily Parker on Instagram and Facebook as well. So, okay. Thank you guys. I love you. I'm thankful for you. I'm going to just close us up in a quick prayer as we bless the women who listened. Lord, we just thank you for bringing us together this evening. We thank you for connecting us through the miles across the country. Um, We are so thankful for what you've done. And Lord, you will do the same for everybody who is listening to the show today. You love them, you see them, and you are making connections for them that are true God connections. And as we have said, Lord, there is no thing as coincidences, only God incidences. I pray that the mom listening to this today will have a God incidence and know it's you. Thank you, Lord. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining me here on the Mom Vision Podcast. I think you're going to love my new devotional journal, Unshakable Peace in an Unsteady World. You can pick up a copy through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, and more. I've also got a free download for you, 12 powerful scriptures to settle your heart and mind so you can experience more peace. You'll find the link in my show notes at elisedailyparker.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you again soon.